Welcome to the Umpiring Fast Pitch Softball Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Pete. And today we're going to continue our work in the USA Umpire Manual, Chapter 5, The Base Umpire Mechanics. And we're down on page 62, talking about what to do with a swipe tag and pulled foot. So Section A, it says, pulled foot, once you have obtained the best angle to see the play, further actions may dictate the need to move. Sometimes movement from the primary position will help the umpire get and maintain an unobstructed view of the play. After obtaining your angle on the play at first base, <laughs> so after obtaining your angle on the play at first base and there is a possible pulled foot, move with the play to get and maintain an unobstructed view. A slight adjustment can put you in a better position to see the foot off the base. If the fielder pulls their foot, point with your left hand and say, off the base and give the strong safe signal and a clear safe call. So this is pointing out, once you've obtained the best angle, further actions may dictate the need to move. When, why, what, huh? This is talking about, all right, so we're at a position, we've started, we put ourselves in the position we think we need to be in, and now we're saying, we haven't made the call yet, there's no play yet, you're just standing around, quote unquote, waiting for the play to happen, and that's a second. Yeah, you got your yeah. angle. Yeah, yep. and now you're looking at it and you're like, hmm, at this angle, I'm not going to see a foot the best. And so now I move a step to the left, a step to the right, step back, step in. Is that what it's talking about? I think or? probably they're, they're mentioning the throw is, is, looks like it's going to be offline. Looks like the stretch is going to be crazy. It looks something like that. So you've made the, made the decision that this is not going to be a routine stretch. Mm-hmm. She's going to, you know, the ball's in the dirt. She's yeah. going to reach out for it. It's, uh, it's coming slow. It's going to bounce. She's going to reach out for it. So uh, try, to, try to get over there to see the, the foot. Okay, and then it's saying, so point with your left hand, off the base, say off the base, give a strong safe and a clear safe call. What about, I've seen some people do a movement where they take like two hands, maybe starting to the left and like hard swipe to the right, like this, like they're off. And She's then you off. Do out, or yep. do safe or out. Is that, so it's obviously not in the manual here. Is that completely anathema? Like what are we, is that terrible? If you saw somebody doing that, would you be like, suck a fool like, no nope. no i would in fact i would probably i probably do it um it's not my left hand mm-hmm. it's i i probably do both mm-hmm. yeah i do both so left and right hand my right hand over top of my left hand swipe to the right yeah and say off the base safe which probably ooh, yeah and now that i'm doing it in my head and and now a little bit so i use both hands swipe to my right and then bring my left hand back, and my right hand is still already there, and then I yell safe. Yeah. Off the base, safe. And my right hand never moved from its stopped position of out in the safe spot. It's probably not right. Looks cool, though. <laughs> that's what's important. Yeah, that's the important part. We'll talk a little bit about that before we get to tag play philosophy, uh, but I want to hit swipe tag first, and then I want to talk more about that pulled foot thing. So. Yeah. Uh, On the swipe tag, this is B, adjustment from the primary position. Once you have obtained the best angle to see the play, further actions may dictate the need to move. Sometimes movement from the primary position will help the umpire get and maintain an obstructive view of the play. That's a repeat. Same wording. Yep. After obtaining 90 degrees to the path of the runner on a tag play, you should adjust as necessary. After obtaining your angle on the play at first base and, and the throw takes the defense off the base for a possible swipe tag, Move with the play to get and maintain an unobstructed view. A slight adjustment will put you in a position to see the possible tag. Once you see the tag, point with your left hand and and OK, say tag, followed by an out call and signal. Um, that has to be a I, that OK has got to be something wrong there. But yeah. once you see the tag, point with your left hand, say tag, 
followed by an out call and signal. Yeah, so you, you point at the tag. We talked last episode about pointing at stuff you see. Hey, look over there, look over there. Look, yep. there's a tag, out. Yeah, obviously, so this one this one makes even more sense, I think, than the last, last more common sense, more someone would do this without being told. A throw takes the first baseman to her left, down the line towards the plate, right? It's a wide throw. She catches it, and now the only way to get the runner out is to swing her arm back and tag the runner running by. You're probably going to follow that throw, you know, anyway, down a little bit, get closer. The point is, tags, oh, I have nightmares about this. Because seeing the tag sometimes can be very difficult. They swipe, you know, did the, and the girl makes a little movement, and so it's like she bends her torso another way, and she says, no, she didn't touch me, and the first baseman's adamant that she got her, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, to our points earlier, even from the hit-by-pitch rules and stuff, if she swipes and she hits her jersey, girl may not feel it, but she's out. If she's got a towel hanging from her back pocket and you, you let the play go like that, you hit the towel, the towel, she's out. Right? Yeah. It's, that's sitting on her, hits a little sliding mitt in her back pocket, she's out. Yep, U-Triple-S-A yeah. is the only one that's a little different there right. with the loose clothing and, and whatnot, but yeah, uh, for sure. And those are, they're difficult, so... The swipe tag and the, the pulled foot. So we had an interesting... We were, we're talking about these plays right now at first base is, is how the how they've decided to, to talk about them here. But what if you're in the C or the C prime? What if you got a runner at third and um, you know the play goes over to first base? So mm-hmm. here's an interesting scenario that got brought to our attention during a, a clinic that I was at recently. And it was with a runner at third and two outs. And uh, the play goes... Uh, yeah, let's say second baseman whatever could be shortstop um they look over they hold the runner at third and throw the ball first would they hold the runner at third probably not two outs right Right. so but the runner at third is not going automatically Mm -hmm. you know so uh the the play goes over to first base and what if there was a pulled foot now if you call them out based on timing because you're in the c right Right. so the play goes to first the ball beat the the runner to first base Mm -hmm. and so you're out but you think you might have a pulled foot you yeah. can't see it from where you are. Sure. You need yeah, your partner perception. to help you, yeah, you right? Can't see so it. you need the you need the plate to help you, and so you could you could call time and say, hey, you know, did you have a pulled foot? Well, if you called her out, that's the third out. Mm-hmm. The girl at, at third can't go. Yeah. So you've kind of taken away the coach's ability to possibly score, even though the girl was safe. But you kind of had to call her out because the ball beater there, and you couldn't see the pulled foot. You think there might have been a pulled foot, so. What do you do? And one of the umpires that was there, and I will not tell you who it was, one of the umpires that was there said, well, I will ask my my partner if they had a pulled foot and then make the call. And all the umpires in the clinic, including all the clinicians and everybody went, oh, no. Yeah, so I think, I think what you have to do is you have to call her out because you saw her now, and the runner's going to, hopefully if she's well coached, is going to run and finish the play anyway and go touch the touch plate just because she does. And then so if there's an appeal, as soon as that's done, you now, okay, she's safe. Let's say that happens, right? I let it go. I go to my partner and my partner goes, oh yeah, pull foot all day long. Absolutely certain. Just call the girl safe. Okay, cool. I point to the base. I say safe. Now what? Does it run score or does it run not score? Right. Great question. (laughs) It's an awesome question. Yeah. So um, that run scores, but... The, uh, we'll, we'll see. So here's what the best advice that we got, Linda, um, here's your kudos for this one. Uh, cause Linda came out with the best advice. She said, if you think you might've had a pulled foot, act like you did because you can always go back and call her out. Right. So you just say safe and you let the play play out. So I've got now a runner at third. She might go home and she might score. Mm-hmm. And after the play's over, call time, go to your partner 
and say, did you have a pulled foot? He would say, no, she was on the base. Then you, then you call her out. Nobody's going to be happy, right? Well, I mean, the, yeah. the defense is going to be happy, but the offense is going to be really mad. You just took a run from them. But if you're good at explaining to the coach, listen, I didn't want to take an opportunity, a possible opportunity away from you. I thought I had a, maybe had a pulled foot, so I let the play go. The, the throw beat her, yeah. but I thought maybe there was a pulled foot, so I let the play go, knowing that I could fix it. If I called her out and you didn't get to score and she had a pulled foot, I can't fix that. Now you got runners at first and third and two outs. Yeah. So I was trying to help you out just by making sure that we got the call right and I didn't take anything out of your hands. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that would be ugly. It seems like, like that would be ugly. Oh. You're probably right. That's probably that's a better way. Like you said, it yeah. it would then definitely encourage that runner from third to go do whatever. And then so you're giving the, op- the offense their full opportunity. Yep. Because the defense did not crisply make that play. You know, if they had made the play with 100% confidence and everything else, you know, the girl's foot is firmly on the base. The throw's right. boom in the chest. No yep. problem. Right. So... You got that. You got to let it happen. And you can't unwind it, yeah. like you said. It's always easier to call a ball foul later. It's always easier to call someone out later and put people back or undo That's right. everything. If yeah, because you can't, you can't turn it back on. You can't yeah. make the play live again. You know. So um, here, my hope is that it just never happens to me. Yeah. Here we go. Every <laughs> night. Dear Lord. All right. So um, swipe tag, very similar. You know, it's uh, if you're in the C, those are hard to see also. So you could be in the yeah. same, similar situation there. And we talked about this during plate mechanics and stuff too, is one of the things you're looking for by trailing that runner, especially in a case like that, where base umpires in C play, maybe of the balls hit to the softly to, and the pitcher fields it and lunges at the girl. This, the umpire in C is not going to see whether that was tagged or not. Home plate umpire, hopefully you are looking. Yep. Yeah, let's hope you're you're doing your secondary duty there. All right, so item three here, tag play philosophy. So there's some there's quite a bit of, of words here. I'm going to skip through most of it, but say that tag plays can be extremely tricky and difficult, as most of the four elements, excluding the base, that that are that make up the the things you need for the out. The mm-hmm. other three are moving and uh, not always moving in the same direction, not always moving with the same timing, and you're moving too probably. Right. So. You want to try to get yourself stopped. So uh, in USA softball, our mechanic expectation for tag plays is that we move to a starting position first. The starting position for tag plays should be 90 degrees from the path of the runner, just short of the base they are trying to reach. As the four elements come closer, move if needed to get an unobstructed view of the play. We believe moving to the starting position first puts you in the best position to see the four elements of the play. Then, as the four elements come closer, you can better judge if and when to move to get an unobstructed view of the tag while keeping all the elements of the play in front of you. Helpful hints that we teach to assist you in understanding how a play is going to develop are. There's a bunch of them. So you want to do the first one and I'll do the second? Yeah, so here we go. Helpful hint number one. Read the defense fielding and throwing the ball. If we, as umpires, read the player fielder throwing the ball's hips and shoulders, it will tell us where... Or the direction they're going to throw the ball, hopefully. I put the hopefully in, but you know, sometimes people, I know a couple of people with some mechanics that don't necessarily follow that. Um, <laughs> some so of our play favorite right players. For us. Yeah. Um, some of our favorite players. Yes, absolutely favorite players. But yeah, so in general, right, you look, if the ball's hit to the shortstop and there's a runner on third, if the shortstop has her left, has her glove hand pointed at first base, she's probably going to first. If she adjusts her feet and the glove gets pointed to third base, she's probably going to third base, right? Read the read the player so that you can follow the ball. That's right. The second one is read how and where the defense is setting up in relation to the base. The distance between the fielder and the runner's path may also be a variable on how the four elements will come together. For example, are they setting up in front, middle, or behind the base? 
Are they setting up in the runner's base path, and do you have a potential for obstruction? Yeah, and, and as well as that is if they are coming up the line, they're like moving away from the base, it is more likely that we're talking like a swipe play or something like that, whereas instead of if they're back and they're straddled on the base, you know, a third baseman straddled on the base, throws coming from right field, you know it's going to be a tag, and you know right where the tag's going to be. Yep. Yeah. Where it uh, should be, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Assuming all throws go where they go. And so we say... Third. Yep. Third one. Uh, read the speed and path of the runner toward the base. Is the runner's path to the leading edge? Is it toward the back corner of the base? So the runner is running... I mean, the base is only so many inches wide, right? But uh, they are kind of... Are they headed more in? Like they're going to touch the inside corner and try to make... You know, like you're making a, a hard turn between bases? Are they going out? Because maybe the defense is set up in, so they're going to attack the outer corner just so that the play... You know, it's harder for them to get tagged or whatever. So... You can read where the play is going to go by looking where's the runner aimed. That's a that is a very precise measurement, but you can get a feel for that. For sure, sure can. The fourth one is read the speed of the ball on a throw compared to the runner. It's important to gauge is the ball closer than the runner or is the ball further from the runner. Uh, the, when the ball arrives compared to when the runner arrives will be a variable on how a fielder may apply the tag. Boy, I didn't read that very well, but. <laughs> When the ball arrives compared to when the runner arrives will be a variable on how a fielder may apply, may apply the tag. Yeah. So if the ball is going to arrive in front of the runner, the tags are more likely to be at the leading edge or the front of the runner's body. If the ball is going to arrive behind the runner, tags are more likely to be on the side or the back of the body like a swipe tag. The ball tag is catching up to the runner body. Yes. So. Yeah, so if if the ball's going to beat her there, it's more toward the base. If the ball, if the runner's going to beat the ball, it's probably yeah, not as close side. to the yeah. base. It's going to be one of those things where timing becomes very important. You know, they see a tag. Oh, she tagged her. It's on her shoulder. Uh, yes, but her foot has been on the bag for the last half second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the above variables, read and move based on all the elements. This should help you move to the best angle and distance for a swipe tag and at the same time stay out of the way of a possible throw for a subsequent play. We also believe a movement of about three feet in either direction, right or left, from your starting position will allow you the best unobstructed angle and distance to see most every swipe tag and tag applied straight on. Three, they're, they're, I've never heard this in a, a clinician say this in a clinic, so that's an interesting one, and I don't even recall reading it yeah. before, so letting my ignorance hang out here for the world, whoever you know, because the whole world listens to our podcast. But three feet in either direction from your starting position will allow you the best unobstructed angle or distance. I can't argue that one because I don't know that you're going to get much more than three feet of movement anyway, timing, right. timing wise. There's a, so there's, there's a paragraph here before I talk a little bit about CCA stuff. Um, for tag plays, specifically at home plate, we teach to try and not go inside the diamond because after the play at home, any subsequent plays that develop will be to one of the other bases and the calling umpire may be in the throwing lanes on many of those throws. Yeah. So we want to stay out of the way, which is kind of why we're not mm -hmm. going in. Tags at home in, so I, I just recently had a, a discussion with Todd, a friend of mine, umpire, friend of mine, and uh, we were talking about the CCA manual and, and the what's called the point of the plate and uh, the, the number of times that you read a play before you get into position for it. So, you know, the starting position for a possible tag play at, at home is uh, point of the plate in, in lots of instances. And then uh, as the throw is made, you know, you're making a decision about where it might be. As the throw gets a lot closer and you can now judge the runner, you might move a third time to get into a, a position to make a call. So the uh, experience that's needed to get into these perfect positions, I think, is uh, of penultimate importance because yeah. um, 
it's going to be a lot for for somebody like myself with less than 10 years of experience to say, okay, I, I can get to the leading edge. I can get 90 degrees. That's easy. Now make an adjustment based on the play. Okay, well, it's happening really fast. Right? Where's my part? Where's the, where's, you know, so there's a lot going on. And I think this is where, you know, people like Mike and Todd, they talk about the experience that's needed to umpire at a higher level and, and to do it at the elite level of, of execution, if you will. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the, some of the experience that they're talking about that you absolutely just need, you just need to do this a lot to, right. to get so comfortable with where you're supposed to be and then be able to make those adjustments. And, you know, for when Todd told me he's going to make three adjustments from the, from the starting spot, you know, as the play develops, I'm like, Holy cow. I'm like, I get to one and then go, okay, where do I need to be? That's my one, <laughs> my one more adjustment is going to be possibly the, the, the wedge, possibly the here, you know, whatever, but yeah. All right. So, uh, the next section here is a runner on first base, a pickoff from the catcher. Yes. So tough one. runner on first base. That means we're counter rotated. Yep. Counter rotated. So over by the second baseman. This one does say step into fair territory, getting a 90-degree angle to the returning runner to first base, stop, and get an unobstructed view. Maybe that's considering the fact that I might not be... The runner's not only on first. Because you can pick off a runner at first if the bases are loaded, first and second, first and third. But you're always going to be in fair territory. Yes. With a runner on, you're always already going to oh, yeah. be in fair yeah, territory. Oh, yeah, you are in fair territory. Right, yeah, so yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So it does in the three-umpire system. So in the three umpire system with a runner on first base, the U3 is actually at second base and U1 is on the line and and not walking the line. So in the three umpire system, you're stepping in, getting an unobstructed view. So the manual says we've stopped short at giving advice on where to move or possibly move. We try to cover as many aspects when teaching. However, we find if we tell umpires to step into the 90 degree angle or possibly into foul ground, we have umpires immediately move to foul ground instead of moving there based on the throw. Again, using the philosophy, starting at 90 degrees to the path of the runner just short of the base of the base they're trying to reach and adjust from there. We also try to teach the positioning based on where F3 would normally be and where the runner is likely to return to the base, like the back outside corner of the bag. So as stated on the first sentence of this play, after the umpire takes the initial step in fair territory, we would expect the umpire to move right or left if needed to achieve an unobstructed view of the four elements right before they come together. Uh, so the umpire can stop, see the play, and make the call. So yeah, there's a lot there. This, it is a lot, but it's also the exact same positioning for any other tag place on a right. on a non-force. So if I'm gonna if a girl's trying to get a double and we're gonna make a call at second base, we need to get 90 degrees to that leading edge, 10 mm-hmm. to 12 feet away. You want to be in that same place. Now the leading edge happens to be the back edge, you know, the wherever the, the runner is, you know, she's coming yeah. back to it, but you still want to be 90 degrees from it, 10 to 12 feet away if you can. Right. And um, so you want to do your best to get to that position. Since you will be on the field uh, in the two umpire system and you'll be over by the second baseman, you're not going to get there. You're not going to get to that 90 degrees, mm-hmm. um, but get as close as you can. Yeah. And can there be obstruction on a play like that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's a tough one to look out for too is, you know, the girl's going back to the bag and the first baseman's foot, for instance, is between, this is the most common one I see. First baseman's foot is between the runner and the bag. I actually had to call this uh, this summer is foot between the bag. Girl slides back. Hand hits the first base, like she's into the first baseman and touching only the first baseman because because she was obstructing her from getting to the bag and she was you know, tagged out. But uh, no, 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 obstruction safe at first, right? So, that's, yep. and again, that was people flipping out. Oh, she had a path to the bag. She, 
No, she can take her path, and the one she had had your first baseman in it. So that's obstruction, <laughs> not doing it. Right. Um, yeah, we got to yeah. be careful that the um, so uh, NC two A rules are different on the obstruction piece yeah. than the USA rules. But yeah, definitely the USA rule that's obstruction. Jerry Fick actually gave me this. He wouldn't answer as as Jerry does many many times. You can you can see me smiling. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But ask that I asked that question very specifically, and he said, "Show me in the manual where it says that the defense is allowed to tell the offense what part of the base is theirs." Yeah. Well, it's it's not in the rules, Jerry. Right. So she has to have the path to her base until you have the ball. Now, once you have the ball, now it's your base. You know, but yeah. it's it's the runner's base until the uh, until they have the ball. And then um, the other important thing, advice I've gotten uh, actually from. Uh, very experienced umpire named David Trout was if you don't see an out, don't call an out. So oh, right. in this case, the girl goes back, tags her down. You're not entirely sure what happened. If she swiped, did she swipe and hit her? I don't know. I'm in a bad position because someone's in my way and I didn't see this or it happened to the other. I guessed backside. She went front side and now I'm I'm blocked out by the leg of the safe. You know, yeah. like, if it's that close, like if it, I mean, if she obviously the glove's down and she slides into the glove, then probably out. Uh, but if you can't see it. Yep. Probably don't call it. I think you can't see an out, don't call it out. Yep. yep. There's times where that it bites you, right? Because, yeah. like you said, swipe tags, things mm-hmm. like that, where it's like, man, I'm pretty sure she touched her, but I didn't see the ball touch her in the back. Yeah. Can you call that an out? Yeah. If you thought she touched her, then yeah. But you didn't see it necessarily, but, oh, it was an out. Or, you know, or in that instance, and I'm going to get in trouble here for this one, but in that instance, I'm going to say, you know, what did the runner do? You know, right, yeah, you said, like, look for certain reactions. Like, yeah. like you've said before, like, the gloves going in, is the glove, like, recoil a little bit because it, you know, it bounced off a, a solid? Right. Does the runner, like, uh, you know, do this? Sometimes, even then, does the runner start to head back to the dugout like she was retired? You're right. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the, the players will give you a, a clue who would happen. Especially that one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. It's like, oh, yes, out. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that, that, gets us through the, that got us through this section. Uh, this episode so i think that wraps us up for now as always we're not always um good about this but let's direct you if you uh, want to see more about the episodes or leave some comments go to umpiringfastpitchsoftball.com and feel free to leave us comments on there sometimes we have we have all these notes there and sometimes we'll put links to things uh for these episodes on the plate and base mechanics i've been linking the umpire manual on there so there's a free copy it's available freely on the internet you can get it and you can follow along with us So uh, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks.